the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money invested in more. The S&P 500 up 2.1% year to date after 1.7% gain last week. Woohoo! Um, it's in that upper ranges of the trading range it's been locked into for this year. So I took a down week, did a lot of work, uh, dealt with those mom issues. So here's the fact, Jack. My mom's pushing 80, and uh, she's ready to move out of her home finally. So you have to show an 80-year-old woman retirement homes, and you're dealing with an 80-year-old woman who was raised on the East Coast from the South, and you have to show her retirement homes, and you have to deal with issues that are sometimes race-related. You have to deal with issues that are sometimes monetary-related. You have to deal with issues that are sometimes, you know, Family related of you know one brother's like what a home cost one hundred fifty dollars a day whoa 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 that's my you know he won't say it that's his inheritance um, especially if she lives a long time so this is a show that kind of does a little flip flop between hey the market's up near its year dot date high gains versus like uh, hey my mom has fallen at least two times in the last two months, probably the last 45 days. And you have to deal with that. And that's a big reality. And, like, she's not safe where she is. She needs to be in a home. And, you know, her kids don't want to be, you know, babysitters. And her kids don't want to be people that check in on her just to make sure she's not dead in her home. My brother David went to visit her not too long ago, and he's like, I was positive. His, uh... Significant other had to stay in the car while he went in just to see if she was alive or dead. So I don't want you to be in the situation that I'm in. I I I don't want you to put the situation that I'm in on your children. I want you to make enough money that you could live comfortably in retirement, and that does potentially include going into a home at 80 years old. And that does potentially include some tough decisions. Does mom get a, a roommate, or does mom not get a roommate? 
does have a lot of realistic, you know, scenarios tied towards it of this will probably be many of our listeners. Unfortunately, my mom is the classic stereotype of what happens to women in, in society. My dad was a couple years older, and he died way earlier. And because of that, it, it's, it's created a scenario where, like, she doesn't have people to look after her, and her kids don't really want to do it 24-7-365. I had to make a tough decision 15 years ago to move to the West Coast, and... You know, that was after my mom had had two um, serious health issues. Um, And that was 10 years after my dad's death. So, A, live a healthier lifestyle can help figure out a lot of this. Uh, My family were big meat eaters growing up. My parents were both smokers. So for my mom to get a couple strokes, my dad to have a heart attack and cancer, lung cancer, it's not a big surprise. They kind of got what they deserved. They kind of reaped what they sowed. But when you're on your spring break and, you know, you're looking for a week off of just relaxation, I think Americans should take a break, a week vacation in spring. I think they should take a week vacation at the end of summer. And I think they should probably take a week off sometime around Thanksgiving and or the Christmas holidays. Depending on whatever you celebrate, I think you should take off a week, three weeks a year. And then a couple four-day weekends and a couple, you know, sick days that aren't really sick days. I think we work too much as a society, and I think we're kind of mocked for that worldwide. But that's kind of what, welcome to my spring break, you know? Welcome to my downtime. Um, deal with mom. And, uh, dealing with issues that are very, very real. You know, siblings that some of them are afraid to talk to each other because of financial issues tied towards mom. Some of them are afraid to talk to each other because they don't have the ability to take a hard decision. I don't think you, you... I think you take decisions. I think you create opportunities. And it's something I think that's very, very, very real for a lot of us. So please do me a favor and um, start planning for your retirement and start planning for what it looks like in a worst-case scenario because sometimes they hit. You know, my worst-case scenario is not my mom getting cancer and dying. My worst-case scenario is my mom living to 120 because she doesn't have the financial resources for it because she doesn't have the family network support for it. Anyhow, get yourself to at least a million dollars before you retire. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. At that point in time, when you have a million plus in retirement, nest egg, you kind of have, you know, F you money. And if you want to go into a home that's $150 a day, you go into a home that's $150 a day. If you want to go into a home that's $200 a day, you go into a home that's $200 a day. Things are fairly subdued. And, like, here's even, like, some of the further issues that I had to deal with. Okay, so my mom has a home, right? She's getting ready to go into a home. And you have to kind of convince your brothers and sisters, like, yeah, she probably needs to be in that home another 90 days. After she moves, at least, maybe even a year. Because, A, you have a lot of SHI blank that has to be sold and gotten rid of and dwindled. 
which my mom's totally ready for. But you also have the issue of what if she goes into a home and says she wants to come back to her house? What if she starts crying every single day? I want to go back home. And you've sold her home. Like, there's some stuff out there that's just not easy. And love your parents right now because you may think they've got all the mental capacities, but they are one dehydration bout away from losing their mind. They are one dehydration bout away from, like, calling you the devil. They are one stroke away, uh, one missed week of medication away from not knowing who the F you are. So, again, back to the stock market. S&P 500 is up 2% for the year. Yay! I feel kind of good about that. Things are fairly subdued this morning. No big M&A. A little bit of a buzz outside of media reports that pre-orders of Apple Watch appear to be off to a good start. An activist investor is calling for the breakup of Qualcomm back to Apple. How many watches do you think were sold? Of which, for the record, the reviews are very, very mixed. It's kind of like Saturday Night Live, not ready for prime time. And yet you know you're on to something special. Nearly one million people placed an order for an Apple iWatch on the first day it was available, with most going for the cheapest model. Slice Intelligence said e-receipt data. 9,080 online shoppers indicate 957,000 people in the United States pre-ordered the smartwatch. On average, they ordered more than one watch, 1.3, spending an average of $503 on a watch. An estimated 62% purchased the less expensive sport model. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblack.com. Drop me an email at rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. To say words like yes or no, please understand me. I have no place I'm calling you to go. I'm just whispering to myself so I can't pretend that I don't know. Mama, you're on my mind. I promise never to be the kind of show that's like tick, 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 tick. It's tax time. Tick, 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 tick. You've got two days till taxes are due. I promise never to be that kind of show. But the type of show that I will be. 240 days till Christmas. Woo, woo, woo! Um, no, I promise not to be that kind of show either. I promise if you listen to the show, I'll do my best to educate you as much as possible on some of the financial issues that you need to know. Time Warner's killing it. John Oliver's got an Edward Snowden interview. Game of Thrones. You get an accused killer, Robert Durst, 
admitting on microphone that he did kill people. HBO's killing it. They got HBO now up and going. HBO now is kind of a, a shoot off of HBO go. Kind of. As far as uh, stories out there. Those are two ideas. HBO's killing it. And good for them. Good time to come out with a app and a monthly service charge tied towards it. When you're killing it on content. Tesla's building a big gigafactory in northern Nevada. Now, if you've ever been to Nevada, you know that it's basically... Well, let's just put it this way. You can pull into a gas station in Nevada after a long drive and say, I need to use the restroom. And the gas station attendant will go like, here's the key. And there's a pretty good chance before you even put the key in that door that you know that there's diarrhea spattered all over the bathroom. It's on the left wall, on the right wall, it's on the toilet, it's on the floor, it's in the sink. In the sink? It's on the ceiling. There's nothing I like about Nevada. How's that for a commercial? I know you're saying, Brandon Flowers and the Killer sings this great song about coming to Nevada. And they've turned it into a commercial about how great Nevada is. Rob Black thinks it's a gas station with massive diarrhea everywhere. Well, Tesla's decided to prove me wrong in building a massive gigafactory in northern Nevada. They're going to build the batteries for its electric cars there and maybe even for residential and maybe solar panels. Like, what are they going to do? factory is still years from being operational, but now is the time when I'm telling friends and loved ones who are underperforming in life's pursuit of happiness and retirement, i.e. a career. Tesla's going to be interesting. There's two big labor trends in the United States. Wage growth is coming. Companies can't find enough qualified workers. You've heard about it from the companies like Google and Facebook, like, we need more Visas, uh, we need more people coming to America with education because we don't have enough here. Tesla's bringing higher wages to the region, also having an obvious skills gap in the region's workers. You know, a couple years ago, a call center would pay people $10, $11, $12 an hour. Now you're starting to see Tesla say, we're going to do $25 an hour. That's going to be the average pay for an employee. That's wage inflation for a, a region. You know, instantly, the speculation in my mind, and again, here's how speculation works, or here's how imagination and creativity works. You hear about the drought in America, and if you drive across California, you'll see it. Um, you hear about the drought in California particularly, not the drought in America. But, you know, two or three of the things that are big problems, almonds, alfalfa to feed cows, um, old infrastructure, you know, these are things like you can invest in. The alfalfa and the the, the, uh, the red meat cattle angle, it takes an enormous amount of water to grow alfalfa. And I'm not talking alfalfa and buckwheat from the little rascals. I'm talking alfalfa, the hay-like grass. Um, so one of the ramifications of this whole meat issue or the drought issue could be Americans consume less meat if meat gets really expensive, and it has. I've cut down on my red meat because I'm like, whoa. I saw a ribeye at a restaurant for $39. I'm like, that's a filet price. 
And now I realize they're being filet priced, right? I realize they're delicious. Nice marbled piece of fatty meat. But if it gets so expensive, Rob Black's going to cut down on his meat, and Rob Black will gain less weight, and Rob Black will have less arterial disease, and Rob Black won't die as early, and Rob Black will live longer. And there could be some positives that come from drought. Like, you have to think things through, and, like, that's probably not something like, well, I'm going to just, I've got a friend who now does this, and I love this. He turns on his water for a shower, lather, he wipes himself down, turns off the water, lathers up, shampoos, turns on the water, rinses, and he's done. Uses less than one minute of water. That's awesome. So back to Tesla. So some of the jumps that you can make if manufacturing jobs are paying $60,000 to $80,000 a year and they require some degree, certification or degree, and not necessarily a college degree, it's going to be a great fit for the region. And it's going to be great for housing costs. People are going to want to live close to work because that's the American way. We don't want to be stuck in traffic. We don't want to drive long distances. We do that as a compromise to our, our job. We do that as a compromise to the housing costs. So would I consider buying a house close to the Tesla manufacturer? Sure. If you believe that they're going to be paying $68,000 a year, which they said they're going to, Nevada gave Tesla a $1.25 billion tax incentive package. Other companies can make deals with Nevada and bring jobs there. And ultimately, Nevada will be a winner, even though their bathrooms are diarrhea stained and you get the whole idea, in my opinion. So will the schools be able to keep up? Because when people have $80,000 a year jobs, they want their kids in the best school possible. Will they be able to recruit teachers? There's some concerns there. Will they be able to have enough firefighters? When you're given a $1.25 billion tax incentive package, you're giving away taxes or future taxes that companies bring in. So Tesla's getting a lot of visibility on this, and the workforce needs are issued. If I was someone who was struggling with their career right now, if I was a McDonald's employee, if I worked in radio and I was, I was barely minimum wage, if I worked for the state and felt ungratified, I would look at what do I need to qualify to become a, a Tesla manufacturer employee? Because that's a pretty good pay, 25 bucks an hour. Um, $80,000 a year with a certification and not necessarily a degree. I consider it, even a husband and wife. If you make $160,000 a year in Nevada, that's probably like making $800,000 in San Francisco as far as quality of life, as far as uh, cost of living. Anyway, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. We'll take a break here. You can find me online at robblack.com. You can find me at robblack.com.
Hello, hello. I'm not quite sure what that is, but we're just going to go with it. Okay, Governor. Michael Greller. Who the H-E double toothpicks is Michael Greller? If you know this, you get, like, mad props. He's the caddy who carried Jordan Spieth's bag. Big, historic performance at the 2015 Masters. He's 16 years older than his boss, but he's actually less experienced. So, knowing that Jordan uh, Jordan Spieth was 21 years old, he was like a young Tiger Woods. I mean, literally like a young Tiger Woods winning the Masters. And I'm not a big golf guy. I'll admit that it's kind of nice to sit on the couch on a Sunday and watch the final round of whatever if it's competitive, only because you're probably napping as much as you are watching. But Greller caddied for the first time in 2006. Kept it as something of a hobby. Three years ago, he was a teacher. A sixth-grade math teacher. That's a pretty cool business story about having something that you're developing. And we all should be developing something. And hopefully we get a chance to exercise it down the road. A lot of people love what you do for a living, but I still think you should develop something that you passionately feel about. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Let's bring in CFP, Chad Burton. Now joining me today, CFP, Chad Burton. How are you? Excellent, Rob. What does a CFP do? Oh, boy. What's well, it stand for? Certified Financial Planner. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you get to have, you go through five courses, essentially, taxes, insurance, retirement planning, estate planning, investing. You have to take a test in each course before you can move on to the next one. And then you take a 10-hour final exam. Really? 10 hours? Yeah. Do you now, what break? I did, it was given over two days. Now, I've heard they've, they're doing it over one day now. But um, it's 55% pass rate nationally. Okay. So you get a lot of disappointed people after the first try. And do they usually get it right the second try? Like SATs. I remember when I went to high school many, many, many years ago, you got to blend your scores. You got to take your best math and your best English. No, right? Someone's asking me. I don't even remember taking the SATs. You probably didn't. You were a gifted athlete. You, you got to ride <laughs> your way into college. Uh, no, it's um, it, you do get a chance. Yes, you do get to take it again. Okay. So, but do people pass? I, I passed it on the first time. I've got five CFPs. All but one of them passed it on the first time. Okay. Um, and then so it's given. I think every November and then every six months. If you fail it a second time, I believe there's some other rules. I haven't looked at it honestly lately for Rob for a while in terms of how many times you can fail it and then how long you have to wait next time. But once you do pass the test, you cannot use the designations yet. Okay. You have to have three years working experience, and now you have to have a degree. Uh, three years working experience, not at Seven Eleven. No, you have to have in the business. Okay, so like a para planner. Period planner, yeah, associate advisor. Okay. Yep, you got it. Now, with that said, what's the difference between a CFP and a stockbroker or a financial, um, you know, someone at Solomon Smith Barney calls himself a first vice president or something you like that? You have vice president of the southeast region of Kansas City, <laughs> something I, like that. Bogus. Yeah. Bogus, but people don't realize that. Yeah, yeah, the vice president thing is a, it's ridiculous in this industry. I'm vice president of Salem Radio. <laughs> right now, this hour, Whoops. we're both vice president, right? Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> difference between a broker. <laughs> yeah, are there be. even stockbrokers left anymore? I mean, when I was in the yeah. business, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's. And I, there's there, my alarm. There's actually other people that I know in the industry. Um, I know people on my street who use Ameriprise financial planners. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the worst thing you could do. Let me give you a story okay. of that one. And sure. uh, so somebody I did very close to the family um, finally pulling the trigger on retirement. I said, well, at least let me look at what you have. I, do, I don't like taking on friends and family. Of course not. As, and I understand that. Yeah, because the last thing I want to do. Expectations are unrealistic. Not only that, but it dominates the conversation. Okay. So barbecuing, putting some steaks on, having a couple of beers. I don't want to talk money on the weekends. You know, I, I do it 60 hours a week. So I said, well, at least let me look at who you're working with. Because I, 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 based on some of the things that I'd heard, like this just doesn't sound right. And the advisor was saying, yeah, you can retire. Go ahead and retire. You're going to be fine. And the reason why is because they were a commission-based advisor, and they were going to get paid 5 6%. Of the rollover amount. Ah, so it's like a 401k, 403b. So, I mean, they see this big rollover amount, so they will blow smoke in places that you don't want them to blow smoke because they're doing it because that's when they get paid is that initial rollover. They get paid all up front because they're commission-based advisors. And unfortunately, some CFP, certified financial planners, are also commission-based. And I think that there's a big push in our industry to not allow that. Um, So... Because our industry, really, most of the certified financial planners act as fiduciaries. We are forced, we, we set up a firm so that we are acting in the best interest of the client, putting the client first, charging either hourly fees, flat fees, or annual fees based on what we're managing. And in this situation, the guy was going to tell her to retire too soon because he was so looking forward to this big commission check on the rollover on loaded mutual funds that are A shares, annuities that had seven, eight-year surrender charges. Um, and, you know, yeah, you might be okay on your income next 10, 15 years, but once inflation kicks in and you realize that you're not able to keep up with the value of the dollar, which over time is cut in half every 18 years, it was setting this person up for a retirement that once they get into the mid-80s, their lifestyle drastically declines. And if they ever have any kind of health care cost issues, like long-term care, home health care needs, they were going to be in a horrible position. People can find you at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. If you're listening to the show right now live, there's a pretty good chance you're heading towards work. There's a big problem with American workers in this day and age. They still need a lot of help from the government to make ends meet. A new study came out from University of California, Berkeley. Government spends $152 billion a year supporting working families. Not unemployed, working families. 73% of enrollees in public support programs such as food stamps are members of working families, which the study defines as families with at least one member working 27 or more weeks per hour per year and 10 hours or more per week. There's a big issue out there, and sometimes I don't see it. Um, the television station that I work at four days a week basically moved from what I would refer to as North Tenderloin to Media Gulch. And suddenly I don't see poor people anymore. Don't see them. I'm driving in Barcadero to and from work. Woo! Beautiful, young, good-looking, hot people. You go to the beach on the weekends and you see like, oh, that's a California girl hanging out with a surfer dude and they're like, 
they're so young and vibrant and they're oh they're gonna hook up oh they're basically gonna hook up in three minutes after they leave this beach and you're like life is good just because you don't drive through the tenderloin anymore you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there uh, food stamps, Gwynny Paltrow, Gwynny, because I'm good friends with her, I don't want to dare call her Gwyneth, is trying to live off food stamps for a week, and she made the huge mistake of actually posting this on her social media. It's a challenge to live off something like $27 a week. Um, and again, it's like the ice bucket challenge. You know, an ice bucket challenge for cancer or lymphoma or uh, child abuse, it's not like you have those issues. It's a challenge to pour a bucket of water on your head. Living off $29, and Gwyneth Paltrow tweets a picture of 12 eggs, some black beans, some, a bag of rice, some tortillas, some limes, some onions, one tomato, husk of corn and some lettuce the backlash that she gets for saying that she's going to live off $29 of food a week first and foremost you can't live off that there's just not enough calories especially if you're a working class person and have to go to work and like do anything uh, that's mobile yes if you basically are living a yoga lifestyle laying in front of the TV not moving but maybe flicking a milk down on occasion to turn the channels you can live off a, a leafy green vegetable rich diet, but most people need more calories. But here's the cute thing about it is a challenge that lasts one week is not like a challenge that lasts three months. It's completely different. Or three years. A challenge that lasts one week is not like what happens if you bust your budget and have no food for two weeks. So it's noble because it gets us talking about it. But it's ridiculous to think that like that person's inspiring, other than the fact that they can inspire us to talk. I don't know if that makes any sense at all. Uh, so a lot of people falling through the cracks, according to a new labor study. Real hourly wages of the median American worker, just 5% higher in 2013 than they were in 1979. 1979. The wages at the bottom of the decline of earners were 5% lower in 2013 than in 1979. So uh, we've got a society filled with cracks. It does come back to haunt. It does come back to be problematic. Is there an easy fix? No. There's compromises and that's it. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Pick up the phone and give me a call. 800-516-1220. Teach calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. 
After 46 days in theaters, Hot Tub Time Machine 2 is now available in homes. This shows you a little bit of how things continue to evolve in media and technology, combining the two. The digital push is the earliest home release by a major studio in recent years. It was a flop of a movie. It's not something you would think you and I would be talking about at this point in time, but that's the reason we're talking about it. You can buy it online from Apple or Google at Google's Play or Apple's iTunes for 15 bucks. Um, just 46 days after it's released in theaters. Typically, movie studios used to work no sooner than 90 days. And that gave cinemas kind of a pull. Um, they knew that if you had to wait 90 days to enjoy a movie at home, that you might say, you know what, I'm going to go to the movie theater and, and consume it now. A lot of people in Hollywood believe films should be available to watch at home as soon as they're released. And or, more likely, as soon as their theatrical run is finished. So there isn't a period of time when it's unavailable to watch by any legal means. Which makes a lot of sense if you're the studio. Because you just put in a lot of marketing. You pay these guys a lot of money. Go out and market this. And then you get a flop of $12.3 million in movie receipts in the United States. Which basically, if you saw Hot Tub Time Machine 2, you're one of the biggest losers on the planet. If you're one of the few people who grossed a total of $12.3 million, you're lame. You should be ashamed. You should be humiliated. In life, you were dealt a very poor deck. It's 130% true. So Hollywood wants to say, okay, we just marketed this. Let's come out with the digital rights the day after. Whereas the movie theaters are like, whether Regal Entertainment or Cinemark, they want to keep that buffer of trying to make it so that you have to come in if you so desire to see the film. Now, theaters can't blame a studio for early digital release. You know, a company like a Metro Goldwyn Mayer who co-financed Hot Tub, they control the digital rights, they set the date for when it becomes available to buy online. So it's not just you know, uh, the big boys who are making the decision, but sometimes it's the people who finance the movies. It's a little more complicated than you think, but again, it, it, it pushes and pulls. Dr. Seuss did the Push Me, Pull You book, and it was about this animal that both pushed and pulled at the same time, or I don't even know. I'm pretty sure that you have to be pretty well medicated, medicinally speaking, to get some of the meanings of these books, but... You kind of see that push-pull relationship in movie theaters versus uh, marketing. You know, if you spend all that money marketing Hot Tub Time Machine and someone thought, hey, that's funny, now you can watch it at home, ha <laughs> I'm going to do it. That's better than waiting 90 more days. And it's like, oh, let's see, I forgot that funny marketing. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. So, again, the whole point of Hot Tub Time Machine conversation is to tell you there's no right answer. There's a right answer if you're a movie theater, and there's a right answer if you're a movie studio. And they're not the same right answers. This is what couches every financial debate I've ever run into. 
there's no right answers. There's just compromises. If you're happily married and you try to plan a vacation, if you're happily married and you try to plan a wedding, or if you're happily engaged, a big wedding, it may be the dream wedding for her. But it also is going to be a big debt for the two of you. I say elope and have a hell of a honeymoon. And I think all people win. Because honestly, I don't even want to go to your wedding. I kind of hope one of our listeners invites me to their weddings, because I will decline. Okay, now that's a challenge to you. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. The dollar index touches uh, test the marches high. Biotech stocks are outperforming today. Take some IBB. I know you're saying, coming soon to theaters near you. It's Rob Black and the Wall Street musical known as The Street. iShares NASDAQ Biotech Index IBB higher today. In large part, a little bit of speculation. And that's okay. Strength today in financials, healthcare and technology, weakness in industrials, materials, and utilities. One of the things I like about the market is speculation is okay some days. It's okay to be optimistic. In fact, the market's optimistic 7 out of 10 years. So for those of you who bet against it, good luck. I know Disney's got a big summer ahead of itself. Uh, we already seen The Fast and Furious, which is not a Disney film, but we've already seen a, a film come out that's a big summertime release. Avengers coming out in the summer. How many billions of dollars is that going to make? Not just from ticket sales. But for merch, which is my sophisticated way of saying merchandise. Um, summer movie time fair. Time Warner on the back of HBO. Uh, HBO Go is now out there. I had a couple conversations with people who cut cable this week and went with HBO Go. There's a little bit of a convergence. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at robblack.com. Got a big event coming up. You can learn more about it. It's a weekend event, a Money 101, as well as a wealth preservation at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.